From the Hagley Center for the History of Business, Technology, and Society, this is Stories from the Stacks. My name is Julia Abramson, and I'm a professor of French studies at the University of Oklahoma in the Department of Modern Languages, Literatures, and Linguistics. I study France in the 18th century and the 20th century, 21st century, also intersections between France and the United States, the Atlantic world. I'm working on a large project about finance and culture. We all have financial lives or financial selves. We all live in a market economy and in a world of finance, and this has been true certainly for France and to some degree the United States since the 18th century. What I'm interested in doing is trying to find out, trying to see the dimensions of people's financial lives. This means looking at how they conduct their, uh, what we'd call their personal lives, and also understanding for certain individuals, such as Pierre Samuel Dupont de Nemours, how they conduct themselves in the domain of political economy and finance and even interactions with the state in both France and to some degree in the United States. Returning to 18th century France is going to help give us a perspective on thinking about the decisions and opportunities that face us now in the world of finance and economics. When I think about how people talk about money and finance and economics in the present day is the way that discourse seems to be somewhat bifurcated. It, it, there's almost this love-hate relationship, activities of having and making money, and I'm, I'm really interested in knowing more about where that comes from and in how we can resolve these, these tensions in productive ways. The DuPont papers have been enormously fascinating and very, very informative. There have been some particularly interesting items that I've stumbled across. One document that I came across was a shareholder report authored by Pierre-Samuel Dupont de Nemours uh, for his Compagnie d'Amérique. This was ostensibly a financial document to talk about the fate of this company that he started. He was reporting to his investors, but because of the fact that the investors were all people to whom he had close personal ties, there were business ties and personal ties, these, um, what he does in order to explain the recent activities of the companies to his shareholders is detail events that befell his family, events that befell his son, for example, who met with some financial difficulties. And so what you get is not just this semi-public document, the shareholder report, but also this very private document, something like what I would call a, a financial biography or financial autobiography of his family. And so it really brings forward interesting questions of where do the lines between public and private lie. It has been a particular pleasure working in the Hagley uh, because of the depth of the collections and also the great knowledge of um, the reference archivist whom I've been able to work with, to be able to have that kind of help and interchange with someone who knows so much. To learn more about the Hagley Museum and Library and to listen to more stories from the stacks, please visit us online at hagley.org. That's H-A-G-L-E-Y dot O-R-G.